and welcome to episode 19 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And joining us today is another very special guest. He is a actor, director, producer, writer, comedian, a lot of other nouns that uh, I don't want to spend time because there's so many to list off. Our good friend, Dan Mars, with us today. Uh, it's good to be here. I'm going to include a couple nouns that you did leave off. Please include very some more. important to me. Please. Uh, I am also a husband and cat owner. Yes. Mm. Very important. Two no, very important very nouns. Important. Dan, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be here. <laughs> so, so, Dan, for those who may not know who, yep. know who you are, you want to tell them a little about yourself, what you do? Uh, what I do? Uh, yeah, I am a comedian-type person located out of the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, I do the improvs comedy. Um, I like to put on this uh, web series that I have been doing a while called Transform My Transformers, where yes. I invite my friends over to my house and uh, have them transform my Beast Wars or other era Transformers uh, while they talk about toys that they liked as kids. Yes, I was. I am a former guest on that show. That was... Love doing that show. That was so much it's fun. fun. It's a lot of fun. Are you bringing it back soon? Anytime? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the plan. That's what I keep telling myself. Cool. Right. And you cool. keep telling yourself something that eventually happens. Yeah. <laughs> you put it out into the world and then it comes back to you. <laughs> and uh, Dan also runs uh, in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area, the uh, twice monthly uh, improv comedy bar brawl out of the Allentown Brewers. That is that's correct. Uh, we've been running that for a number of years now. It uh, originally started as. Uh, Flighty Ducks uh, running the bar brawl, and then when we ended that project, uh, people wanted to keep going with it, so we kept going with it. And it's a wonderful night, second and fourth Tuesdays over at the Allentown Brew Works down in the basement, 8 p.m. You get to catch usually about seven or eight improv teams, maybe some variety acts, just doing weird experimental comedy stuff. Yeah. I was going to swear. Can we swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We can swear. Yeah. Just just get all your fucks and shits out in this episode. It's past the moment, so I'm not going to swear again. (laughs) Uh, but if it comes up, I'm just going to lean into it. There you That's go. Fine. There you yeah. go. We're, we're all about leaning into it here. Great. Yeah. We, we have no shame. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, again, thanks to Dan for joining us today. Uh, and so to get us started, so for Dan and anybody else who may be new to the show here, what we do in the first half of our episodes here is uh, Lynn here will peruse the subreddit, not the onion on Reddit, which has crazy headlines that you would think would show up on the website, the onion for being fake, but they're actually real. So we're going to go through some headlines, we're going to pick a few that we like, and then the one that we like the most, we're going to tell the story behind. Sounds good. So Lynn, do you want to kick us off? Let us uh, let us know what you found so far. Okay. This one might be, uh, this one is a well-known headline. It came out like maybe a day or two ago. Okay. Um, after eating Chipotle for 500 days, an Ohio man says he's ready for something new. I did not hear about that. I did. <laughs> I... <laughs> for 500 days straight? Yeah, he's ready for, he's, he's done. He's ready for something new. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a limited menu at Chipotle. There's yeah. there's a lot of combinations that you can get in there. Yeah, uh, you could. You can only have so much barbacoa and white rice. Let's do the math. You're a math guy, right? Oh God, no. uh, <laughs> you're math. So guy. there's six different meat options. Okay. There's twelve. Ah, that's too much math. I no, that's good. This is good. This is a start. There's six meat options, right? Yeah. Uh, let's. I'm pulling out a calculator right here. I really. <laughs> uh, so there's six meat options. Yes. There's. God, so there's hot salsa, mild salsa, medium salsa. There's corn. Okay, well, hold on. Hold okay. on. How many condiments are there? So I'm, th- I'm thinking. So there's hot, mild, and medium. There's sour cream. There's guac. There's uh, corn salsa. There is the lettuce. There's cheese. Yeah. So there's nine different condiments. Okay. Including guac. All right. Um, there's two different rice options. Okay. 
There's also the mix. Well, there's ten condiments because if you can count the mixed veggies. Okay. So so ten condiment options, two two rice options. Yeah. So there's barbacoa, steak, chicken, the sofrita, and the I think that's four. Is it chorizo? Chori- uh, no, it's the. Uh, so frito is like the tofu. It's one. like the, yeah. yeah. So there's the chicken. There's the beef. Chicken, beef, steak. They do a pork. They do a pork. Yeah, the carnitas. So there's five carnitas, meat options. Yeah. Five meat options. Two rice options. Ten condiments. Five, two, ten. What about shells? Shells. Uh, so there's you can either do bowl, you can do burrito, or you can do tacos. So uh, Three. Okay. So or salad. So there's four. Salad. All right. So we're at at least four hundred combinations. Oh my God. Uh, if you only took one of those, each of those things. But once we get into permutations of, I will have pico, but I won't have salsa. I'll have yes. pico and corn and s- sour cream, but I won't have guac. I'll do that plus guac. Now we're getting into so, the thousands. So now we're yeah. So that's much higher than five hundred. So he gave okay. up early. So he gave up early. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy's a quitter. And yeah. I don't like he's him. a quitter. <laughs> so what's okay. another one? <laughs> Okay, um, so, no, let me not, I'm not going to do that one, never mind. Is it sad? No, it's just, uh, not funny. Okay. <laughs> wait, if, if something's sad or it's not funny, Wait, just... wait, wait, is it like, is it, so it's not sad, is it like dark? Is it really dark? No, it's just, um, I don't know why it's here. It's okay. not. Not sensational. It's not enough. a not the onion, right? Need, it's not sensational. We need to know what it is. Let's, let's, it's, it's about the dog that was mistakenly flown to Japan. Oh, okay. That so, is sad. That is kind of sad. It's sad, I guess. Well, okay, let me let me put it this way. So United Airlines has not been in a good spot for the last week. Yeah. We all know that. Um, so the one thing was that the dog was accidentally, it was supposed to go to Kansas. Yeah. It went to Japan. What United did after the other bad thing, I'm not going to name it. Yeah. Um, they gave this dog a private jet home. And that's wasteful. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yes. He got his own private jet home <laughs> from Japan I, to Kansas. I, I, that would be an interesting story, the, the dog's flight home. Huh. So, so there you go. Okay. That's, and, and all the title is is Dog Mistakenly Flown to Japan Reunited with Kansas Family. Okay. But there is a bit more. They, With he the got private, a private jet. jet. Yeah. Okay. All of that. All and right. In three years, Disney's going to make that as Homeward Bound three. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be the new reboot of yeah. Homeward Bound. Yeah. <laughs> the dog goes to Japan. Great. Explore different cultures. Yeah. And then the private jet back. Now that's suddenly realistic and not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now feel like now, a it, now it turned into like first kid. Where yeah. <laughs> You'll find I make old references. What's another one? Blank check? Blank check. Yeah. Yes. Blank check. Yes. He gets, uh, he gets his bike broken and the thieves are like, here's a blank check. We just robbed a bank for a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> old, Disney cha- old Disney and Disney Channel movies. Last one. Oh. Giant yellow duck missing off the Washington coast after fleeing swimming competition. After fleeing a swimming competition. Who is looking for this giant yellow duck? That went, oh, I guess it's like privately owned. I Someone guess so. Someone trained it to swim. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like a, a... A rubber duck? Yeah. Oh, so... There's the little picture. Oh! oh. So there's a so, giant yellow duck that fled a swimming competition in Washington State, and it, it's missing now. Oh, okay. So it's just like out there somewhere, somewhere in the Pacific. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. Huh. Just like floating. Washes up on the island from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so out of those three, so we have the, uh, so we have the, 
we have we have the duck that went went astray, mm-hmm. the Chipotle, the Chipotle man. and we have the uh, the, the dog, the dog that jet. got the private jet. Which which one would you like to tell the the story behind? Uh, I I want to. I want to steal Disney's thunder, and I want to do that dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in Japan. yeah. Disney, we're coming for you. No, sorry, uh, no free, no free ads on this show. No so, free ads. No, <laughs> no sorry, free Disney. Ads. Uh, <laughs> forget it. Don't don't buy Disney products. Don't go see Disney movies. Uh, we're all going to be boycotting Infinity War next month when it comes out, just to make a stand. Right? You're I, in. You're into boycott Infinity War. I say it. I, say you're into boycott Infinity War. I, say you don't want to see it. I already bought say my tickets. Say you can't see it. You're going to burn those tickets. <laughs> they're they're mobile. Do. I can't burn you my phone. Burn your phone. <laughs> Burn every computer you have, log into every computer in the world, and destroy that computer because it has your login information on it. You're in there. Because we are making a stand. This show does not sell out, and Disney, you're not giving us anything just because we said your name a whole bunch of times now. So, with that being said, uh, let's tell the story of the uh, of Homeward Bound, uh, Homeward Bound 2018, uh, Dog from Japan. Dog, dog to Japan. Dog right? to and from he's, Japan. He's, uh, he's from what? Kansas. Iowa? Kansas. Come from Kansas. Kansas dog yeah. goes to Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So, so this story starts off, uh, starts off in Chicago. Mm. Family, you know, family of four. Their dog, their dog Bruiser, coming back from. They were in Hawaii for vacation. They took the dog with them to Hawaii for some reason. Yeah, they love this dog. This yeah. is a beloved yeah. member of the family. Yeah, it's it's the fifth child. It's yeah, the fifth child. Um, so they brought the dog with them to Hawaii. It was a great time. It was a great week spent. This dog. This is this is like where the the story is a little bit dark and a uh-huh. little bit sad. But like this, you need this sort of emotional weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family has how many kids? Uh, three kids. Three kids, right? It used to have four, and this dog belonged to the fourth kid who passed away. Mm. Uh, it was like a motorcycle accident or something like this. Kid shouldn't have been on a motorcycle. He was seven years old. He passed away, and the dog is all that remains, right? Like, mm-hmm. and the family loves this dog, so they're like, we want to hold on to it. This is too dark. This is really dark. <laughs> it, hey, you know, we got to hit some new some new levels on this show. <laughs> right, but, like, the dog is the memory of yes, the kid. Yes, yeah, exactly. The dog okay. is the memory of the kid. So, yeah. like, that's why this dog is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They even they even named the dog um, after, the, after the child that passed away. It was... Bruiser? Bruiser. Bruiser, Bruiser Jr. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the dog used to have another name, yeah. and they're like, nope, that name's gone. <laughs> yeah. You're Bruiser now. You're <laughs> replacing this child. <laughs> yes. It was it was basically like they adopted this dog as a child. They yeah. went they went through the entire court system to adopt this dog as an actual child. Yeah, cuz and not a pet. Cuz there's no rule in the adoption laws, mm-hmm. right, that says mm-hmm. you can't adopt a dog as your child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they went through that all that whole legal battle and this was the fourth child. This was the third the fourth, fourth child. Fourth, fourth, fourth child, child, correct. Yes. Fourth child. Yeah. Yes. So they even they even got it. So that this dog now has the social security number of the deceased child. <laughs> it can it can claim taxes for yeah. itself. It can. You there know. were a lot of questions like, is this child actually dead or is this child just a dog now? A lot of confusing questions that the government was asking. Yeah, yeah. most of his teachers are just like, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bring you, the dog. You in. Do your homework. You're yeah. not eating it. Everything's yeah. good. The dog was at, the dog was actually a straight A student. Yeah, so dogs, probably, yeah. dog's doing better than the kid was in school. Yes, the the, the kid was a, probably a C average student. C average student. He was dog never going to be anything. Dog is easily a three point five yeah. GPA. This kid 
couldn't ride a motorcycle, right? Like, it's what he always wanted. Mm. Uh, this is a little bit of, like, a spoiler for the ending of the story. Uh -huh. This dog successfully rides a motorcycle. That's part of, like, the final act of uh -huh. him getting home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so the family is all in Chicago. They got on their, they got on their first flight from Hawaii to O'Hare. They get off. It was their connecting flight to Kansas. So they're all waiting together. Um, and so the dog was actually they, they were actually allowed to bring the dog off the flight from yeah. Hawaii to Chicago you yeah. know, get him off get him to walk his legs and everything like that yeah. um, so they were just walking around the airport and all of a sudden uh, it's you know they get the call for boarding oh, time to fl board flight 577 from O'Hare to Kansas and they uh, and they hop on the flight they you know say goodbye to Bruiser they say oh hey we'll see you. we'll see you in Kansas no problem mm -hmm. and then the gate agent uh, takes Bruiser down to they actually have to put him back in this crate because they keep the crate behind the gates it's really offensive and like the bruiser's siblings are all like no let him ride the plane let him ride the plane he's just a person like all of us yeah and like the pilot is just an a-hole yeah mm -hmm. yeah the pilot's like not on my plane <laughs> he's going down below yeah. and then he like chomps on a cigar and goes on the plane because <laughs> he still smokes he smokes on these planes oh yeah wow. yeah yeah, pilots have a completely different rule set that they yeah. that they have to follow. Mm -hmm. They yeah. they can just they air traffic control. They can just oh, fuck off. I know how to fly this thing. Yeah, they yeah. don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. So, so Bruiser was forced to go down into the cargo bay with all the other dogs, where and and Bruiser just felt like you know I'm above this. I, I've I've I ride in cars. I can I can do all of these things that other people can do, but yet I'm still. I'm stifled in my life. And this is a, this is like a very important moment. We want to make sure that you remember this. Yes. That Bruiser sets himself as separate from all the other dogs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's kind of elitist as mm -hmm. if they are second-class citizens to him. That's, yes. This is going to be a lesson he's going to learn at some point. Mm -hmm. yes. So so he's taken around. Um, he's taken down by the, by the gate agent. And the gate agent gets stopped as she's heading towards the one plane. She gets diverted. They're like, oh, hey, we got a problem with this other flight here. Can you just come over here and help us with it quick? Yeah. She still has bruisers, so she's like, I, I can't leave this dog. I got to bring him with me. Yeah. So she starts running over this other plane, and lo and behold, this plane is heading to, heading to Tokyo. Yeah. It's a, it's a full Airbus 377 heading to Tokyo. Japan. Japan. <laughs> Not Tokyo, Illinois. No. Japan. 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 And uh, and this gate agent goes to help out with this other thing. Yeah. The computer's down, so they got to fix that. <sighs> if you're ever in an airport, you know yeah. computers always down somewhere, which causes problems for everybody. This is the problem with airports. They should all just switch to Mac OS. Yes. Right. They're all trying to use PC, and it's like, no, PC systems crash every now and again. I'll do you one better. Switch to Linux. Yeah. Get a Linux system Jesus. in there. Yeah. That's even better than Mac. Right? You talk about stability, you talk about ease of use. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, like, everyone's like, no, that's just what the brainy people use. But, like, give yourself a week with the operating system and you'll never go yeah. back. Yeah. You train your whole workforce. They're going to know it. They're going to know it. Yeah. They're going to know it better than you. Yeah. Exactly. So so they deal with this computer problem. Yeah. And Bruiser's sitting very nicely next to next to this gate agent. He actually jumped up in a chair and sat in a chair like a normal yeah. person. Mm -hmm. he was Why sitting, wouldn't he? Of course. Yeah, yeah he's sitting with his, with his paws yeah. dangling off the edge of the chair. You mm -hmm. know, it's kind of funny to think of a dog sitting in a chair <laughs> like that. Of course, because because Bruiser's a big German Shepherd. He's, just just picture that, people. Just picture it's a, a chair with a German shepherd, shepherd sitting sitting in it, upright, like he's a human. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's even got like a little hat that's on like backwards. And yeah, like, yeah. He's got some sunglasses just like yeah. riding mm -hmm. up. He's like a real poochie kind of guy. He's wearing, yeah. he's wearing an Under Armour like dog vest, 
Yeah, right. Yeah. With yeah. the with like the jogger pants. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was comfortable. Yeah, for he was slide. stylish. It's mm-hmm. it's important to note that he's wearing that Under Armour because dogs don't sweat, so you need something breathable. And mm-hmm. Under Armour breathes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bruiser was getting tired of just sitting. He's like, "Look, I need to go somewhere. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna go." So he he jumps off the chair and he sneaks yeah. out the the jetway because okay. the jetway door was open. Because yeah. of course they don't ever close the jetway door. There was like uh, we we saw earlier. We didn't mention it because it felt like a minor scene, but we should mention it now. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, we saw that there was like some hanky panky going on between uh, that cigar chomping uh, pilot that we all hate uh-huh. and like uh, one of the flight attendants. Yeah, one and of the. F- they yep. went outside to like do kissy face stuff. Yeah, he act, it was actually the the stewardess from the from the flight to Japan. Mm-hmm. So they actually met like in the they actually met in the jetway for yeah. the Japan flight, and we're we're doing some hanky panky there. They kept the door propped open with one of her high heels. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, Bruiser snuck right through. Yep, and he actually got right onto the plane, and he just kind of slunk under all the seats and slunk through the through the uh, through the. Uh, through the walkway. I can't think of the word walkway. God damn it. The walkway. The yeah. walkway. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the word. He went all the way down there, all the way to the back of the plane. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be spotted. He wanted. He needed to sneak on board. And it's it's also important to note that, like, this is not a world where there are just dogs that happen to be treated like people. Bruiser mm-hmm. is unique. Yes. He is, he is special. It's kind of like Ted in, yeah. that, in that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or if, yeah, or if we want to think about dogs, Air Bud. Or Air Bud, right? Yes. Like, because, well, the Air Bud had children, right? That's true, yes, the Air Buddies. The Air Buddies. But that was like a genetic thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. there weren't other dogs over in Europe or whatever that just happened to play yeah. sports. There wasn't like a French Air Bud. Or, no, yeah. no. That was like a genetic mutation that caused that dog to be able to play sports. Right. Yes. Exactly. Um, similar with Bruiser, how Bruiser is just like, just happens to be. Now, if, uh, if you watch the prequel short film, that was released on Disney Channel. Again, we're not giving you any props, Disney. We're never going to buy any of your merchandise no. again or enjoy any of your products. But there, in this in this universe, mm-hmm. there was a Disney film, short film, that showed the tragic motorcycle accident, right? Which was very controversial for the time because Disney yeah. Channel. Disney Channel has always been one of those channels that doesn't that likes to shy away from anything graphic like yeah. that. Yeah, and this was graphic. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, this should have been on like FX or AMC. Yeah. Like it, it should have been like a Walking Dead scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when when the the motorcycle accident happened, you actually see his soul kind of like go up into the ethos, and then Bruiser goes up and he like chomps at it to be like, "No, don't go away, Bruiser," because <laughs> uh, this is Bruiser the dog who was previously named Buster. Buster. Yeah. Uh, Buster goes to grab Bruiser the human, mm-hmm. uh, and he grabs his soul, and like there's this like little magic thing going on, and yeah. it goes into him. So mm-hmm. there actually is an aspect of the original Bruiser mm-hmm. in Buster, who is now Bruiser. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he gets on the plane, sneaks in the back, sits in the in the very very last row, right next to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and just you know he just takes the time to just nap. Yeah. Sits up in the seat. This but, was exhausting. Yeah, it was an exhausting run mm-hmm. through O'Hare because O'Hare is a huge airport. Yeah. So he was just being led all around. He's like, I just need to relax. And keep in mind, this guy's just coming back from a Hawaiian vacation yeah. too. So he's, He spent two weeks in Oahu just, yeah. you know, living life. Which, it's nice. It it's is. It's nice, oh, yeah. but it's still exhausting. It is. It mm-hmm. is. You're just traveling everywhere. Especially just... coming back home. Yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. God, that's the worst. You just want to get home, get a pizza, watch some Netflix, pass out, and yeah. then get on with your next yeah. day. Exactly. Yeah, time exactly. zones had already screwed him up enough. Yeah. So he oh, was yeah. Just, yeah. He was ready to just go home. So he sits down, he puts on one of the sleep masks, yep. he pulls it out of the pulls it out of the, out of the the bin and just puts it on and just drifts to sleep. And there's like, 
he's in the back of the plane, right? Mm-hmm. There's like this nice older woman uh, who's also on the plane, mm-hmm. and she notices him, and she notices he's going to sleep, mm-hmm. and so she takes her blanket. She has a blanket with her, and uh-huh. she puts it on top of him oh. so that he can kind of be comfortable. And this is how no one else notices the dog on the plane for mm-hmm. the duration of the flight, because mm-hmm. a flight from Chicago to Tokyo is about what, like two hours, three hours? That's a long time. Yeah, it's, I would say maybe a little longer, but yeah, okay. pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I'm just guessing it. Yeah, I'm just guessing. That's it. pretty close. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so so he goes on this, you know, three hour journey to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. You're just you're just sleeping the whole time. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, he wakes up, he hears hears over the loudspeaker, Welcome to welcome to your destination. We're gonna be landing shortly. Um, if you have any questions, talk to your flight attendant. Uh, welcome to Tokyo, Japan. But that's all in subtitles. This dog's hearing it in Japanese. Right. He's so there's hearing, so you say he's hearing in subtitles. So there's subtitles that appear in front of his. No, vision. no. There's, there's subtitles on the on oh the on the screen, screen. on okay. the screen. Gotcha. gotcha. Oh, are these books or movies? These are anything. These are anything. Okay. Yeah. For the book adaptation, it says okay. Uh, this is all said in Japanese, yeah. right? Because it's important that he doesn't yet realize that he's not with his family. Yeah. yeah. He gotcha. doesn't yet realize that he's in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he just like hears he just hears this other language. He's like, what's going on? Okay. What well, movie is that? Yeah, maybe they maybe they just you know had to stop somewhere else before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a detour. Yeah, and yeah. Mer- mer- they had to refuel. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's like, okay, fine. He gets up out of his seat. Yeah. He, he waits for everybody else to clear out. Yeah. And then he just bar- he just runs out of the plane. He runs out of the plane, and he's looking for his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just looking for him, and so he's going up to all these like different families in the airport, yeah. and none of them are his family. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's looking. He's looking for for. Two small boys and another small girl. It's you know, he's like, oh, oh, Timmy, Jimmy, Cindy, where are you at? Where are you at? And he's just, he just can't seem to find anybody. Yeah, a lot of families that look just like you know them, but yeah, smell like them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw some of like his siblings were dressed in a certain way. Like one of the brothers had like a yellow baseball cap, and so yep. he sees a kid with a yellow baseball cap, and he goes up to him, and he's all excited, and he turns around, and like it's this middle-aged dude. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not who you're looking for. Yeah, and it's just. And Bruiser's just looking around, just what, what happened? Where did I end up? I, I'm so confused. I'm lost. I don't know what happened. And then, and then uh, there's this family getting off the plane right behind him, mm-hmm. and he kind of looks over at him. And the dad in this family is like, "Well, kids, we're here in Japan." And then <laughs> that's when it hits for Bruiser, and he's like, "What?" what? And you get like all these close-up shots of like signage around the airport. It's <laughs> yeah. just in Japanese, yeah. Right, like it's Japanese. You get you get uh, yeah. So it's like establishing, okay. Yeah. And then you even cut to outside of the airport, and you start mm-hmm. seeing some like classic Japanese architecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so Bruiser is just he's completely lost. He's like, I gotta figure out a way to get home. I'm no, I don't know what to do. I. And he goes to try to find, he tries to find that gate agent because he figures, oh, this woman's everywhere. You know, yeah. she'll be able to help me. And he's just looking around and he finds nobody, nobody to help him because he starts barking at them. He's like, help me, help me, help me. And nobody's like, I don't understand what you're saying. It's, I, I can't help you. We cut to the airport in Kansas and mm. it's the dad and the mom reaming out like a ticket agent being yeah. like, where's our son and they're like <laughs> your sons are here and they're like no our other son and the the, the ticket agent's like you mean the dog because like people don't accept that this dog is replacing yeah. their actual son that's a little that's a little yeah. heavy so everyone's like uh. well i mean the thing is the family actually carries around the the actual legal paperwork everywhere they go yeah it's important yeah mm-hmm. because they need to be able to say it's legal you son of a bitch it's my kid 
Yeah. Not my dog. It's my kid. People shoot him down. People shoot him down all the time. But yeah. once you see that legal paperwork that's notarized, yeah, mm-hmm. it is notarized. Yeah. Notarized, signed by a judge, everything. Yeah. Then they're like, all right, we got to find out where this kid is. Yeah. Cut back to Tokyo. Yeah. So Bruiser decides, look, I, I can't stand in this airport. There's, there's nothing for me here. Nobody's going to help me here. I'm going to go out, go into the city, go into the nearest town, see if I can find anybody that knows what's going on. So he runs out of the airport, and he ends up straight in the middle of downtown Tokyo. You've seen like you've seen the videos and the pictures where it's just this giant city very center. Very overwhelming. Very overwhelming. It's packed. It There's is a huge population packed. in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like Times Square on steroids yeah. pretty yes. much. Yeah. And he's just he's in the middle, just sitting in the middle of the street, just like I I don't know what, what to do, where to go. This this is insane. Mm-hmm. I, I, and there's a moment where all the traffic lights change and they stop so that people can cross, right? And so everyone starts crossing the street and so he starts crossing with everyone because he's in the group. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's just like in the middle of the street. Everyone clears out. The lights change. He's right there. A car is coming right at him. Uh-huh. And who pushes him out of the way? A cat. Oh, oh snap. That plot twist. <laughs> this cat, This cat could sense that there was something up with mm-hmm. bruisers. So he's like... He pushes him out of the way, yeah. and then as as Bruiser's getting himself up and collecting himself, the cat motions over to a nearby alleyway. He just you know shakes his head over the nearest alleyway, yeah. and Bruiser's like, "All right, I'll, I'll see what's what he's got to say." Yeah, Bruiser, Bruiser's like Bruiser's he's so lost. That he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's going yeah. on," yeah. Mm-hmm. but he's still snooty. Mm-hmm. He's still kind of rude to this cat that yeah. just yeah. saved his life and is trying mm-hmm. to help. Yeah, him out. he's still like, "Why should I believe? Why should I listen to you?" I mean, what? after all, he is dressed in human clothes. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, is a son. Yeah, he's an so, actual child. Yeah. So, so yeah. It it is important to note that in this world, animals can communicate with each other. Yes. It is it is following homeward bound logic. Yes. Where we hear the voiceover, uh, but we don't see like the mouths move. It's mm-hmm. not like. Would the Garfield do that? Did Garfield yeah. do mouse moving? I think yeah, Garfield did yeah the mouse moving. Yeah, mm. it's just Odie didn't. Odie was like Odie action. didn't. Odie was a real dog that didn't talk, but like yeah, yeah. that was weird. Was a, Odie's a little weird, guys. Yeah, Odie's not in this. He doesn't Those, show up in this yeah. picture. Yeah, that was that was that was I think Universal or something like that. Universal did Garfield. I feel like I don't know. Probably Tale of Two Kitties was the. Follow-up. I think yeah. yeah. I, for, I forget who did it, but. Again, no free ads on this show. No free ads. No free ads. No free ads, Jim Davis. Bill Murray. Yeah, you keep on going with your paychecks, getting them elsewhere, not from here. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, this cat takes the dog, takes Bruiser to the back alley, Mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, you look like you're lost. And Bruiser's like, yeah, I I ended up in Japan. I'm supposed to be in Kansas. I, I don't know where, what I'm supposed to do. How do I get home? And the cat's like, oh, well... I used to be lost too, but these guys, they started helping me out. And so like, he takes him back to like this, into the alley. And then like, you go through like a little hole in the wall. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it opens up into like pet world. Right. Where you have like all (laughs) these stray cats and dogs just Mm -hmm. living in some sort of utopian type society. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, they've taken things from mankind Mm -hmm. and like brought it in there and somehow repurposed it to their, to themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like they, they took an old, uh, they took an old ham radio and they just use it to, uh, they use it to play music now. They convert it to an actual radio instead yeah. of a communication device. It just plays music. Yeah, but it is clearly still a ham radio. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like it's got the giant oversized microphone right yeah. next to it. Uh, and there's even like this one geeky like hamster like just operating it. He's like a <laughs> DJ. Yeah. 
Yeah, he they actually they built turntables out of actual milk crates and uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like microwave turntables. Like you know how they like yes, yeah, the plastic ones. They actually cut, uh, they cut music into it, like they do with vinyl. Like they yeah, they scratched music into it, and it's now they just use that as a as a turntable. <laughs> but Bruiser is not having any of this mm-hmm. because it's no. not the standard of living he's no. used to. Mm-mm. No, he is used to being treated like a human, not being treated yeah. like just another animal in this utopian society yeah. Yeah. He's, he's used to a three bedroom two bathroom yeah. home yeah. in a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. yeah with a with a on with a with a bolt-on garage he's whereas, used to that. whereas these cats dogs and hamsters they have like a couple of beds where they all just like gather together to mm-hmm. conserve heat yeah exactly yeah so so bruiser just he says to the whole group look i i know what you guys are trying to do and i appreciate it but all i really want right now is to get home is there anything you can do to get me get me on a plane back home to Kansas? And then we cut back to Kansas where the mom is like, put me on a plane to Tokyo. Right? Yeah. And like they figure it out. She's on the next flight out because the dad has to stay and take care of the other kids because yeah. they all have school the next day. Yeah. Uh, and so she's going, she's going out there. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Tokyo. Yeah, and so the little nerdy hamster, uh, little nerdy hamster, actually, he's pretty good with computers. Yeah, he's smart. He, he's smart. So he was able to figure out, they actually had a makeshift computer. They, they found an old Mac that they yeah. actually converted, up-converted to a new Mac. They were able to run OS ten on there. They yeah, were, uh, it's important. It's an eMac. It yeah. was an eMac. It was, uh, they were these models that were iMacs, but they were made just for educational purposes. That's what the eMac is for. Mm-hmm. So it's like those old iMacs that were like, they had the colorful shells and then yeah. just like a single unit. Yeah. But it's all white and it has like a flat screen on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the hamster was able to hack that so that they could run the latest, you know, software connect yeah. to the internet. Because in Tokyo, there's like Wi-Fi everywhere. Yeah, there's so much Wi-Fi. So, yeah, so they were able to hack, get into the Wi-Fi. They were able to get on Expedia, and they were able to find that there were no flights available, commercial flights. There were no United, Delta, American, anything out of Tokyo. But they found a place where they could book a private flight. Yes. And it cost $3,000, right? That's yes. about what it costs to book a private jet. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it cost $3,000. Yeah. And the animals are like... We would love to help you, but all we have is a buck fifty because they're animals. They mm-hmm. don't they don't yeah. use money. They just happen to have some quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yen quarters. <laughs> yen quarters. This this uh, this movie was. Uh, it's important to know. Even though we're telling the story of this, mm-hmm. we didn't create it. Uh, that was just from one of the screenwriters. They just didn't know anything about Japan. Yeah. So they'll make a lot references to like Japanese quarters and classical mm-hmm. Japanese architecture as yeah. if that immediately means something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but what they did, what they did see was that there was a Bruiser found a sign yeah. as he was kind of walking around this pet utopia. It was a sign. It was a little flyer yeah. that said, "Want to learn about Bitcoin? <laughs> Come to this seminar." And it turns out the seminar was happening maybe two blocks away. Yeah, it was right there in five minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's you know it was just all these money symbols on it, and it was this computer. There was a computer and all these money symbols, and Bruiser was like, "Guys, I think I know of a way we can find some more money." Yeah. So a whole group of them, the hamster, um, bruiser, and the cat. The cat. And there was like one other, there's a dog too. There's mm-hmm. like a Japanese dog there mm-hmm. um, who's like this this real like upstart. Like, hey, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like he's, he just wants yeah. to be involved in he's the like, he's a He's yeah. a golden retriever. Yeah. He's one of the, just super energetic, super excited. What are yeah. we doing? What are we doing? Where are yeah. we going? Let's do this. Yeah. He's bigger than all the other dogs, uh-huh. even bruiser. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. important to note that. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna come into play later. 
Yeah. So they they decide to go to this Bitcoin seminar. Yeah. And it's this you know young twenty five year old guy running this seminar teaching people in Japan about Bitcoin and yeah. how to how to mine it how to find it and the whole concept of Bitcoin walls. It's too complicated and techy to get into on this episode, but but just basically they the dogs end up finding that everybody's walking around with these little drives on them. Yeah. These little which end up being Bitcoin wallets. Yeah, people have everyone has like a Bitcoin wallet on them, mm-hmm. yeah. and so the the dog, the uh, the Perky dog, mm-hmm. uh, whose name was uh, Jasper. 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 Yes. Uh, he's like, well, let's just get him. Let's just get him from everyone. Yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. bite him off of everyone. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce is like, well, that's actually not how human society works. Uh, we don't just steal from people. That'd be considered pickpocketing. And so the, the cat. What was the cat's name? The cat's name was Ronald. Ronald. Ronald is like. You want to get home, or you want to live here for the rest of your life? And Bruiser's like, let's pick some pockets. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like a montage sequence of all the animals from that utopia thing, mm-hmm. just like going up to people and being like, hey, hey, I'm friendly, I'm friendly. Yeah. And all the citizens of Tokyo are like, oh, hey, you're a cute pet. Meanwhile, another animal would come up behind them and like just bite their Bitcoin wallet because. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Tokyo just like hangs it le- like loosely <laughs> off their belt, and it's just like it's easily removable, and you could lose it and not even realize it. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a person working in an office building with their ID card; it just hangs off their belt loop, and they're just oh, yeah. yeah. If I need to put it in a computer, there you go. Yeah, but it, it was actually the hamster. Every time you know one of the dogs or the cat yeah. would, would separate them, they would just whoop up on walk along the dog's back, grab it, and yeah. just. Shove it in this little bag he carries. Mm-hmm. In the background, in the background during this montage, we see like a few times mm-hmm. that captain from before, that pilot from before, the cigar mm-hmm. chopping one, just like hitting on different people and getting slapped. <laughs> right? Like this guy is an a-hole and no one likes him. Oh, yeah. Do you want to see my wallet? Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy. It's yeah. like cre- <laughs> it's very creepy. And if you take it outside the context of a kid's movie, you're like, this guy should be arrested. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just he's soliciting everyone. Yeah. But that's all background. That's yeah, background. it's all background. So they end up getting 25 of these little Bitcoin drives. Yeah. And they're like, I think this is going to be plenty. And they end up running out. They run, run out of the seminar. And the guy in the back is like, wait, don't you animals want to learn about Bitcoin? <laughs> okay, never mind. So they run back. They get back to the pet utopia. Yeah. And they plug them all into the computer. They got. They figure out how to get to Coinbase somehow. Yeah, cause the hamster. That hamster is so smart. What was yeah. that hamster's name? The hamster's name was uh, was TJ. TJ. TJ the hamster. Yes. Yeah. TJ the DJ hamster. Yes. <laughs> TJ the DJ hamster. Yeah. He's he's really smart. He figures out how to get it all to Coinbase, and he unloads it. And it's like, well, it's going to take about twenty minutes for this to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's like, well, we wait to figure that out. Uh, you guys go get something to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they go around the corner. They go to the nearest. Uh, there's a Seven Eleven nearby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go inside, and and strictly on the outside, there's a sign that says "No animals allowed." Yeah, which is very upsetting to Bruiser. Bruiser. Bruiser doesn't even realize it. No, actually. He, like he he's, he's upset for his friends. He's like, "Why won't you let my friends in?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and the people there are like, uh, "You're not coming in either, buddy." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, let me show you my notarized paperwork, <laughs> which he doesn't have." Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, so so Bruiser is just ah, crap. I don't have it, but uh, but what he doesn't re- what he didn't realize was that the whole time he's been walking around Tokyo, he's been walking on his four legs. Yeah, which at this point he's like, I'm, I'm gonna have to show show them what's up. Yeah, so he mm-hmm. he decides, you know what, this whole time I'm walking on two legs now. Yeah, his two front legs come up off the ground, 
he stands tall. Yeah. I mean, even though unfortunately his head only hits like halfway up to the counter. Yeah. It's not. He, he's not a tall. Player. It's still intimidating. Yeah. This guy behind the counter is still like, Ken Bruges is just, what are you gonna do now? And unfortunately, the guy only hears. Arr, arr, arr. But, yeah. But Bruiser is an intimidating dog. And the guy behind the counter is just like, oh, I'm out of here. So he like run, he hightails it out of there. Uh-huh. And then we get like a montage sequence of like the animals just living it up in yeah. the sushi parlor. Oh, yeah. 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 They're just throwing throwing California rolls everywhere. They're throwing California rolls very big in Tokyo. They are. They're very big. It's it's a surprise it's surprising how it came across cultures. Yeah. Actually back to Japan. Um, they're throwing them all around. They've, you know, got soy sauce, they're just toasting with cups of soy sauce it's you know it's a crazy time it's a crazy time and then in walks that pilot in walks the cigar chomping pilot and he's like he's got he 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 finally found someone that's like okay i'll hang out with you yep Mm -hmm. and he's walking in there and then he sees like all these animals and it's like whip whip zoom shots on like the animals in these different little vignettes where it's like One dog is, like, trying to use chopsticks with its paws. Mm -hmm. Uh, One dog has, like, ginger on its eyes, and it's just, like, lying back and, like, taking a little nap. Uh, The cat is, uh, the cat is, like, uh, rolled up in rice. Like, the cat just, like, decided to roll itself up in rice because it just felt nice. Felt like a nice texture. And then the pilot walks in, and he's just looking around at this cast. He's like, what the hell is going on in here? Is anybody gonna help me get some sushi? I, I got a plane to catch in like twenty minutes. I'm flying this this weird guy on a private jet. And I don't know what's going on. So they don't want to they don't want to like lose that opportunity because they're like private jet. Maybe we could get on that if there's yeah. not enough Bitcoin. Yeah, you know we could mm-hmm. like throw in an extra fifteen hundred dollars and maybe that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. So they all decide, okay, let's be sushi chefs. Yeah, and so they all make sushi. And it's just like a sequence of seeing dogs and cats and hamsters make mm-hmm. sushi. Yeah. So the pilot, he's presented with this plate of sushi. It's this beautifully made plate of sushi, actually. Yeah. And the pilot takes a bite. It's like, that's not bad. Not bad for a bunch of animals. <laughs> you're not. You're all right. You know, you, you could actually do some pretty good stuff here. And uh, and with that, the um, the animals were like, were talking to themselves. They're like, yeah. We should, we should jump on this guy's private plane. We yeah. should we should we should give him an offer. And so they they TJ the DJ hamster yeah. pulls out his little pen and starts writing down on a piece of paper. Yeah, cuz he TJ all, the DJ hamster, he can communicate mm-hmm. in Japanese. Yes, he can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he writes writes out his note in Japanese, passes it over the counter to the pilot. By the way, these these animals very American names for yes. Tokyo. Yes. Very American. Very American names. names. We're going to get to that. We are going to address that by yes. the end of this story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, they pass the note along with their offer. Pilot looks it over. He's like looks up at them. Looks back at the note. Up at them back at the note. And decides just nods his head in agreement. All right. All right. That could work. They they all get up. They all leave. They all get up. They leave. They follow him to this plane. Mm-hmm. And then we realize it's not a plane. No. No. He, like, takes them far away from the airport. And the whole time, like, Bruce is like, well, there's, we're going the opposite direction in the airport. Yeah. Uh, and TJ's like, well, it's probably, like, a private airfield if it's private, if it's a private plane. Yeah. Mm. And we eventually, like, we leave Tokyo even. And we, like, just get out into the middle of the Japanese countryside. Yeah. And we get to, like, this one, this cabin. And he gets to this cabin. And 
and he opens up the door. And what is it we see inside there? We see a helicopter. Yeah. Inside the cabin. Inside there's the cabin. There's a roof there's to a... this cabin, but there's a helicopter he's inside. Hi- he's hiding this helicopter, but yeah. this helicopter has got two jet turbine engines that he's outfitted onto it. Yeah. It is a like very futuristic diesel looking helicopter. Yeah. And he's he's one of these guys, he's like he explains to them, Look, I know this is very unassuming and everything, but but I'm a I'm a military contracted spy. And I'm uh I'm very interested in your story here, Bruiser. I've heard a lot about you, and uh, I want to get you home. I know what's going on. I heard about it when I landed here, and I want to get you home. Keep in mind, we saw this guy being a total creep for every other scene in the movie, so this feels like a dramatic turn. We feel like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe this guy actually is good. Maybe he's decent. Yeah. Right? And Bruiser's like, okay, let's do it. So they all get on the helicopter. The ceiling of the of the, uh, the cabin, cabin yeah. like just like separates out so that like you can launch out of it. They they're all on the helicopter because for some reason Bruiser's friends are like, "Hey, can we come with you too?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, okay." We've got nothing else going on. Let's yeah. join you. I'm sure my parents will adopt you too. It's fine. We'll get you some social security net cards. You know, you'll, yeah, you'll go to school with me. Everything yeah. will be fine. You get some insurance. So they get up, they fl- they get up into the air, mm-hmm. and they're not really going fast. It doesn't seem like they're going fast, right? Mm-hmm. Like they haven't kicked in the jet engines on this helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the captain's like, "Just one thing, before we take you home, I saw how you worked on the streets earlier. I need you to help me rob Tokyo National Bank." <laughs> Because that's the, that's the big financial institution yes. in Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, again, we did not write this. Some other people that probably worked for Disney. It was, yeah, it was like a team of like 16 writers. Yeah, that 16 came, it was like writers. seven this, rounds of rewrites. Yeah, this was like written by committee. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It's like the Transformers films. Sorry. Yeah, we're so, we are so sorry. No, I'm sorry to you that sorry I made fun of Transformers. Like that you make fun of the Transformers movies? Yeah. Transformers movies are horrible. Okay, good. So. Side note, Transformers movies are horrible. Back to the story. Yes, back to the story. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's like, "We need to. I need your help robbing Tokyo National Bank. And the other animals are like, well, what should we do, Bruiser? Because now they're kind of looking at him a little bit as le- their leader, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, that's not right. Because he recognizes that, okay, pickpocketing people's Bitcoin <laughs> is one thing. One because thing. Bitcoin doesn't have any real value. Yeah, it's, right? not, it's not backed by an actual yeah. bank in this yeah, case. It's, yeah, if you're stealing Bitcoin from people... You're really just like liberating them of some BS that they're yeah, dealing with, right? Exactly. But he's like, no, because hardworking people put their money in Tokyo National Bank. Mm-hmm. We can't take it away, mm. right? So now we're on this helicopter with this military guy, this mm-hmm. military black ops, yeah. evil, slimy captain guy mm-hmm. chopping a cigar. And he's like, we're going to rob a bank. And everyone else is like, no. Mm-hmm. And he pulls... Uh, he pulls out like one of those choke collars uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm going to put this on you. And they all start freaking out. Cause like no dog wants to wear a choke collar. The yeah. cat doesn't want to wear a choke collar. Yeah. TJ, mm-hmm. the DJ doesn't want to wear a choke collar. <laughs> uh, so like they're now like jumping around in this relatively small helicopter. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty, it's pretty, even with turbine twin turbine jet engines, it's small. Yeah. It's very small. Yeah. Like that, those, those engines are like the size of the rest of the helicopter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're all now like running around the helicopter fighting mm-hmm. and he's losing control of it and it crashes. Yeah. So now they're, they're all just stuck in the middle of this field. They've, 
they have no idea how they're going to get home. They're just stuck there. And, yeah. and, and Bruiser just looks around. He sees the, the, the wreckage of the plane and, you know, all of his friends are they're okay, but yeah. they're they're all really shaken up. They're all shaken up, and they're like the the cat that saved his life mm-hmm. uh, is in critical condition, mm-hmm. and they're like, we need to get you to a hospital yeah. now. Mm. Yeah, they look across the road, and there's an abandoned motorcycle. Yeah, and Bruiser's like, okay. He has, a, he has a flat, like right before he says okay, because that's, I, I jumped the gun. Uh-huh. There's a flashback, and we see some scenes from that short film that was on the Disney mm-hmm. channel. Uh-huh. Right? So, like, we get the full the full emotional weight of what's going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at his friend. What's the cat's name again? The Ronald? cat's name is Ronald. 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 Right? Ronald the cat. So he looks at Ronald, and, like, there's a flashback to Ronald saving his life and, mm-hmm. like, the happy moments of everything else that happened. Yeah. And he's just like, let's do this. And, Grab Bruiser like grabs grabs him by the scruff of his neck, right? Yeah. Like he's a dog, he bites him by the scruff of his neck. He's like, yeah. "Hey, the cat's okay. Yes, uh, still in critical condition, but okay by being bitten yeah. by the scruff of the neck." And he hops on the motorcycle. TJ the DJ gets on his shoulder, and he's yeah. right there. And that giant dog. What was that giant dog? Uh, Jasper. 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 Yeah. Jasper's like, "I'm cool, guys." And Jasper's like, I'm actually going to go hike uh, this mountain. There's this looks mountain. like fun. I'm going to go hike this mountain. I'm going to go hike this mountain. And he just like runs away and before he just they finish talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the important thing to note about, uh, about him, uh, about Jasper, is that like, he's been distractible. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole movie, we've seen him be distracted. Yeah, exactly. And now he's just distracted by mountains. Like, ugh! Yeah. And so they get on the motorcycle and they start riding. And it's like, okay, we're getting some nice scenic shots. Mm-hmm. Of the of, of Japan, right? Like yeah. this is where we're really showing off the grandeur of this location. Yeah, it's basically like an episode of Top Gear, but with yeah. with a dog on a motorcycle, with a with a cat in its mouth and, and a hamster on its shoulder. Yeah. yeah, and then we're get like we see signs for like Tokyo Animal Hospital, <laughs> yes. thirty miles. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Animal Hospital, twenty miles. Tokyo Animal Hospital, ten miles. And like we're almost there, buddy. We're almost there, right? Because they can talk with their minds. They're yeah. not moving their mouths. So yeah. it's okay that he still has them in his mouth. Yeah. And that helicopter from before comes up right behind them. Oh, jeez. Because he fixed it up and he's now chasing them because they, like, betrayed him. It's like mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. Uh, yeah. Not and fast and the Furious. That, ah, ah. That's the title. That's yeah. the title of the movie, by the way. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, and it's way better than Tokyo Drift. It's way better. Uh, and so, like... This helicopter is like firing missiles at mm-hmm. them, machine guns, yeah. lasers. Uh, it's got like a was it a trebuchet built on the top yeah. of it that yeah. like launches some stuff at them. Yeah, uh, and the whole time Bruiser's like dodging and he's like driving that that uh, that motorcycle like a total total champ. Bad. Yeah, total badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's and eventually he gets to a point where where he sees that the road is starting to come to an end. The road's closed up ahead because yeah. the bridge to get to the hospital is out. Yeah. There's no it's it's the bridge is just destroyed. They have no way to get around it. But he sees to the right of the bridge, there's a slight ramp. Yeah. That he said, you know, if I hit this fast enough, we'll clear it, no problem. So he just he guns it. He guns it. He's going hundred miles an hour down yeah. this small back road in the countries of to- in the country of Tokyo. And this and this guy in the helicopter is just falling. He's like, "You're not gonna make it! You're not gonna make it!" And we see his targeting computer. It says like, "Locks on, right onto him." Fires a missile. This is in slow motion right now. Missile is going right at the motorcycle. 
you look like Bruiser looks right over his shoulder and like you see that like oh shit kind uh-huh. of feeling I, I'm okay swearing yeah you're fine uh, <laughs> so he, he has this oh shit moment it's coming at him and all of a sudden out of nowhere up jumps uh, Jasper who like bites the missile out of mid air <laughs> right like just bites the tail of the missile yep. the missile breaks off of the tail it flips around in the mid air and the missile goes back in the direction of the helicopter. You cut back to the, the, the captain. Yeah, he's like, no! no! Missile goes up, explodes, boom, blah. Next next shot is just like cut to the animal hospital, everyone rushing in. Yeah. Jasper stand or not Jasper, uh, Bruiser standing on his two legs, and he goes right up to the desk and he's like, you see like the most strained painful look on his face as his mouth actually moves this is the first time an animal's mouth moves mm-hmm. and he says in like perfect Japanese <laughs> uh, he says my friend needs help it's it's like the end of Rise of the Planet of the Apes or in Planet of the Apes where, where Caesar stands up for the first time and is like no, no! yeah yeah it's so, basically like that emotional weight of a moment yeah and so it's like okay everyone in the animal hospital like, everything. drops everything gives everyone attention yeah uh you know, like, we, we see the doctor, like, come out to the waiting room with the other animals, and he's like, your friend's going to be okay. Um, and then we see, walk in to the, into the hospital, the mom. Yes. Mm. And she's like, it's time to go home, Bruiser. But Bruiser, Bruiser takes a second, and he looks, at his, he looks at his mom and is like, I can't leave my friends behind. The, these are my friends. These are... These are people I, I I can't leave behind. If I'm if I'm going, they're going with me. And mom's like, ah, I don't know if we can do that. I don't <laughs> know. There's like so much space. And and TJ the DJ like he 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 goes over to uh, to Bruiser because like not all the animals can talk. It's not like suddenly all the animals are going to talk. Mm-hmm. That would be crossing the line. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, we're actually from America, so like even if we don't stay with you, we got people to that yeah. we're missing too. Yeah. That's why all of our names are so American. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Boom. Payoff. Huge. <laughs> uh, so, ooh, I just accidentally flung a rubber band at, Ow! at Evan. Uh, Ow! It had nothing to do with the storytelling. Ow! You might, I don't know if you if you edit these things, that might be the thing to cut out because it has nothing to do with that. Ow! <laughs> um, no, you're good. I'm good. All right. Good. Great. Uh, yeah, so then like they all get on the plane and they fly back and the credits roll. The end. The end. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a crazy ride of a story that was. That's intense. That was intense. Oh, yeah. That was intense. That like that was almost as long as like a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> we have a decom right <laughs> here. We got a built-in decom right here. <laughs> We're not giving it to you, Disney. No, Disney. Because we don't give free stuff away to you, and we're burning all your merchandise. Evan has some beautiful Marvel uh, wall hangings in, in his apartment, and he's going to burn them as soon as we're done recording. I, I, I got. I guess I got to burn my phone then too. Ah. So, so I think with that being said, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some ads that are not for Disney. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. I'm going to go burn my phone, and uh, and then we'll be right back to tell another story here on Read Between. So uh, stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Evan here, along with Dan. Here to take this this break time to talk about some stuff we've got going on. Uh, I will first let Dan start off and let us know what he's got going on. Any cool 
projects, shows, things you got coming up that you want to talk about? Uh, well, you and I are doing uh, Challengers the Well-Known yes. on April 7th at Steel Stacks at 10.30pm. Go to steelstacks.org slash comedy to find out tickets for that. It's a scripted sketch comedy show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I directed the one last year with those guys. Uh, it was a lot of fun, really fun. And this next one we got coming up, it's called Accept Nothing Dirty. Yes. Uh, and Evan is in it. And Evan, how dirty is this? Oh, uh, it's pretty dirty, Dan. Uh, it's it's probably some of the dirtiest comedy I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, so if you like dirty comedy, uh, <laughs> come on out on April seventh. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing I got going on is like I just finished this uh, video game called Zeo Drifter for the Nintendo Switch today. <laughs> uh, I think it's available on other platformers as, as uh, other platforms as well. But if you really like a Metroidvania. Uh, which is definitely my wheelhouse for video games. I recommend you check it out. Nice. Zero Drifter. Nice. Nice. I- I'm totally fine with giving plugs to video games. Cause yeah. Video games are good. What are you playing? What's I am currently playing uh, Splatoon 2 right now. Love it. I'm playing Splatoon. I love that game. So much fun. And I'm already getting back into Fortnite Battle Royale. Oh, nice. I've got a bunch of friends that play it, so I've been playing that a lot recently. So I'm very frustrated with Splatoon 2 because like, I played the crap out of Splatoon 1. And now playing Splatoon 2, it's like it resets all your stats, right? Yeah. Like, and I don't put in enough hours to actually build it up. So everything, mm-hmm. all my items only have like the two units yeah, rather right. than the three unit buffs. Yeah. Uh, as well as I can't use like the splat blasters or whatever that I like to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, definitely check out Splatoon 2. I'm totally cool. Nintendo, I'll, we're good with free ads. Yeah, you're good, Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. free ads. You're yeah. good. Nuts to you, Disney. <laughs> yes. Until Disney buys Nintendo. Yes, until that. Um, other stuff I've got going on. Uh, the new round of Improv Comedy Power Hour starts... Uh, well, it's already started at this point because this, this episode is airing in April. So it's already started, but make sure you come check us out. Uh, it's every second and fourth Saturday at Steel Stacks. Uh, Dan is part of one of the teams I'm as well. I'm part of one of the teams. Yes. Uh, Hawking Radiation. Hawking Radiation. Uh, as of this point, our team currently doesn't have a name, but, uh, but I'm just... I'm sure we'll have a name at some point that yeah. I'll be sure to tell you about. When you're listening to this in April, we'll have had a name. you'll have a name, and you'll be shouting at the podcast, It's Black! Yeah! It's Black! The name is Black. Yeah. The name you're going to settle on is Black. Yeah. He's yeah. talked about this before! It's this name! It's Black! It's Black! It's <laughs> so make, make sure you, you talk to me on Twitter and tell me why I didn't say the name right. You didn't just say Black! Black! <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so so that's what we've got going on. Some pretty cool stuff, as always. If you want to find out more about the stuff we do, uh, go to www.steelstacks.org/comedy. That's where most of the stuff we do gets featured, and you can find out more information and buy tickets. Buy tickets to a show. Come tickets see are it. great. Tickets yeah. are great. They won't let you in without them. Yeah, you got you got to have one. Yeah. If not, if you try to walk in, people will stop you. Yeah. Even other patrons will stop you. Yeah. They'll be like, "Do you have a ticket?" Yeah. They'll be like, "Whoa." I have a ticket. You don't. Yeah. Out of my way. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So with those plugs out of the way, uh, let's go back to the show and let's tell another story. And we're back. We're back from break. It was a very productive break. Got to get up, stretch our legs. Burn some phones. Burn some phones. Yes. Smell smell a little smoky in here. Yeah. Yeah, It's a little smoky. We should have opened the window. (laughs) Yeah. That's the lithium ion. You'll you'll smell that. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. The FCC has said it's okay to burn them. Yeah, so we called fine. them up, we asked, they said, that's fine, you do what you gotta do. Yep. Just make sure you make sure you don't do it inside your apartment. Unfortunately, we didn't follow that. Yeah, that was a learned lesson. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll learn, yeah. I don't think I'm getting my security deposit back. That's fine, you don't need it. Yeah, that's true, that's true. $500 don't need Yeah, it. money is trash. None of you need money. That's right, Disney, you don't need money. Yeah, give it up, Disney. <laughs> give up all your money, Disney. Come on, don't make us send some 
little hamsters at you to steal your Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so for the second half of the episode, uh, what we do here, if you haven't heard a second half of the episode before, uh, why haven't you? Why did you stop halfway through? Yeah, you're lame Yeah, you're giving up. Yeah. Keep going. I've said that before. Just listen all the way through. It's good. We're, we're funny. If you are at the gym, do more reps yes. and listen to the rest of this. If you're on a road trip, go to a different destination <laughs> so you can keep driving. Turn around and start going back home. Yeah, yeah. If you're visiting family, uh, maybe invite them along, right? Have a, have a, have a plate of seconds. Yeah. Because you're listening to this podcast yeah. while you eat dinner. Yeah, if you're having Thanksgiving dinner and you're listening to this podcast, eat more <laughs> during your Thanksgiving dinner. So in the second half of the show, uh, I go to a website called fantasynamegenerators.com, and they have a book title generator. And it gives us a bunch of different genres, and you can get randomly generated book titles for those genres. So we'll spin on the couple genres, we'll pick some titles, and then we'll choose a story we want to tell. So, Dan, yeah. here are the genres that you can choose from. Okay. There is adventure, yeah. children, sure. drama, okay. fantasy, okay. horror. I think we knocked off everything but horror in our last story. Yes. <laughs> so we have humor, yeah. mystery, okay. nonfiction, okay. romance, okay. and sci-fi. Ooh. Can you do multiple genres? Or yeah, it... we're going to pick three genres, and then we'll okay. spin and pull a title from each of them. Uh, I really want nonfiction and romance. All right, so we'll start with romance. We'll start with that. So one, two, three. Okay, so I'm gonna warn you right now, some of these titles may make no grammatical sense at all. That's fine. Uh, so there is, in here, there is one called uh, Neighbors and Girlfriends. <laughs> there, there's also one in here called Loss of the River. Oh God. <laughs> and there's also one, there's, there's two that involve nightmares. There's one that's called Preparing for My Nightmares and Possessed by My Nightmares. Neither of those sound like good romance. <laughs> There's also one called Suitors of the Forest. That sounds pleasant. And God in the River. River really has something to do with romance. I guess. I guess. Well, again, a lot of these, it's just uh, it's just noun in the noun or... <laughs> I, I like the neighbors and girlfriends, but I feel like that's going to deal with infidelity. Okay. <laughs> I, so we can keep it as a choice because we're going to spin on two more genres okay. to pick one out. Okay. So, so neighbors and girlfriends will be the first one. Okay. All right. Uh, what's another genre? Uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. What's that? All right. What's that about? <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'll read through these. Fungi of the past. Devils of the west. Moons of the sky. Devils of the West. Snakes and horses. <laughs> TV around the world. Disasters of the West. Respect for time travel. <laughs> that, we're doing that. That's it. We don't need anything else. Respect for time travel. You know what? I actually like that. Okay. I'm good with that. I, let's, let's just do it. Fuck it. Respect, Sounds good. Respect, respect for time, time travel. Folks, for the second half of this episode, we're going to tell the story of respect for time travel. So, like, it, it opens up on this room, right? Okay. Like, on this, like, no lighting, but there's just, like, the, there's this table in uh-huh. the middle of it. There's lighting. There's, like, smoke around the outside. And mm-hmm. you just see, like, five scientists around this table. And mm-hmm. there's a box in the middle with, like, a little dial that you dial in what year, <laughs> what time, what location mm-hmm. even. And mm-hmm. a button that says go. Yeah. And they're just staring at it. They're all just, they're staring very intently. They're, they look very focused. 
but they're also like they're they're worried in a sense because they're looking at this like is it is this gonna work we've we've tried this so many times but is this really gonna work i don't know and they all just they all are very they're all very tense about this whole situation yeah they keep wanting to turn the dial a little further back in the past but they're too scared to do so one guy puts his hand and he's like gonna go, go to push the go like the other four are all like no no and they stop they like smack his wrist yeah and then yeah it's until one point they they all just they get up they all start pacing around the table start pacing around the table it's important to note we're never going to leave this room no you're never going to see any other location in this story <laughs> yeah they they start pacing around the table and they all start talking to one another it's like look if you if you're not going to do it i'm going to do it somebody's going to have to touch that button at some point somebody's yeah. going to have to Take us back to 1945 or whatever year we choose. It's got to be one of us. One of us needs to do it. And we the whole time, like, the way we're shooting this, right? Mm-hmm. I guess this is a, not a book. <laughs> it I'm, could be a book. We it could be a book. The way, book. Yeah. The, but so, like, as a book, you're yeah. not seeing their faces. You're not yeah. getting the description of their faces. Mm-hmm. If this is a movie, you're not seeing their faces, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all dressed similarly. Mm-hmm. They're, all in, they're all in white dress shirts and black pants. Yeah. But some of them, like, their dress shirts are, like, a little disheveled. Mm-hmm. Some of them look a little nicer. Some of yeah. them have some rips in their jeans. Mm-hmm. Not their jeans, their dress pants. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's varying degrees of the same outfit. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, all of them are just, they're just concerned. because. And the thing is, we're, we know why they're concerned. Yeah. They're concerned because they don't want to They don't want to drastically alter anything. No. They They want to go back into the past, but they don't want the repercussions of doing so. Yeah. One of them even gives, like, a speech about the butterfly effect, just mm. to make sure we know what's yeah. going on, right? If you go back in time, yeah. you change one slight detail, it's going to have a ripple effect. When you come back to your regular time, it's not going to be your regular time. You've mm-hmm. caused a mm-hmm. parallel timeline to split off. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, unfortunately, in that speech, basically, the only thing he did was he went... He talked about the butterfly effect, but it was in the context of the entire plot of the Ashton Kutcher movie yeah. from 2002. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. he also went on to rave for 10 minutes about how good Ashton Kutcher was in this that guy movie. Loves Ashton Kutcher. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, the one guy. Now this is the guy with his sleeves rolled up, yeah. and he's got a little hole in his dress pants. But he is an Ashton Kutcher fan for life. And the, the this one other guy uh, who has his sleeves clearly unrolled, right? Mm-hmm. And his his sleeves are like buttoned. They look a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. This guy effing hates Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, right. And so these two guys get into it, and they're like, "Well, that '70s show would have been a lot better if we never had Ashton Kutcher on mm-hmm. it." And the yeah. other guy is like, no, without Ashton Kutcher on that 70s show, what is the dynamic during season one, right? Like, you don't have mm-hmm. that idiot guy, and all of a sudden, everyone's making smart moves. Yeah, and then, and, but then he also retorted about, oh, yeah, well, what about that terrible Steve Jobs movie he did? He didn't even act like Steve Jobs. Yeah, and the other guy is like, uh, what are you talking about? If you look at the other Steve Jobs movie, that was trash. What are we doing? <laughs> Trying to tell G- Steve Jobs' life in... Three convenient chapters? No, you need to see the whole thing. <laughs> then there was just a guy on the side. He was like, well, what about that punked show that he did for like four seasons? That was like not great. And then the other guy, both guys just like look at that guy. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> punked was pretty good. Punked was, they're both like, punked was pretty good. They all agree on it. They all like punked. But the, the guy, the Ashton Kutcher fan 
even though he's saying he liked punk, he doesn't love punk the mm-hmm. way he loves everything else that yeah. Ashton Kutcher does. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. like, yeah, it was good. Yes, because it because it wasn't like the it wasn't solely Ashton Kutcher. There were yeah. all those other actors that were actually in the yeah in the pranks and everything. Like yeah. that. he only came out at the end and be like, you just got punked. Yeah, yeah. It he, wasn't like the Ashton Kutcher show. He was the host. He was the face. But like, it wasn't about him. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he just showed up to have fun. Yeah. So after this whole argument about Ashton Kutcher, yeah, everybody was like. Look, enough about Ashton. This is about time travel. This yeah. is what we're all here for. Yeah. The button's going to get pushed at some point. It's going to be one of you. It's going to it might be me. It might be you. It might be you. But we got if we got to nail and they say we all know it's going to be pushed yeah. because it already has been pushed. Yeah. And then they sit down around the table and that's the first time we see they all have the same face. It's five different versions of the same five person. Five different versions of the same person. Yeah. That all ended up in the same location. Yeah. Mm. This was from all... This was from the one guy. His name His name was Tom. Tom. Yeah. Tom Tom had created this machine. Tom had created this time travel machine. At, the, at this point in time, like, the camera points, it pans over to, like, a screen. Yeah. Right? So we're not leaving the location, but the no. camera's pointing at a screen. Yeah. That, that shows the development of yeah, the it's, it's Yeah, it's kind of going, it's basically giving the exposition for us. Yeah. So it's basically showing all of his prior experiments where the first time he pressed the button, and it, it's one of those machines where it doesn't require you to be in, like, this tube to be transported. Yeah. You, know, you just press the button and it'll take you wherever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you, long as you have physical contact with the machine. Yes. yes. As long as you're physically holding it, it's fine. So he pressed the button and he went back to he went back to 1985 first. Yeah. No problem whatsoever. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. But unfortunately, he ran into his kid self during that trip, and he he couldn't leave his kid self in 1985. No. So we had to bring him back. Yeah. And of course, when you when you time travel and you come back to that current this current day, you age to that age that you were currently at in that year. So yeah. he was maybe 10 years old in 85. Yeah. He aged. 32, 33 years yeah. mm-hmm. in that course of that small time travel. Yeah, his clothing like just rotted away yeah. in some parts. Like it had little mop holes in it. He got yeah. smelly because like all that lack of deodorant for all those years. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he arrived at pre- as present day Tom. Yeah. And then there were two Toms. Yeah. And it was it was it was a weird sight for Tom because he couldn't he couldn't believe that there was two of him in the same place. So he, he he accepted it in the year 1985, but mm-hmm. like once it was in the future, he's like, no, yeah, not now that we look the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This this is strange. Yeah. So he he had to, of course, being a scientist, he had to test all the options. Yeah. He had to go back even further. Yeah. So he went back to 1915, when his great great grandfather was still alive. Yeah. And and he had to figure out a way that he could get his get his younger youngest self. Pre, 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 pre embryonic state. Yeah. Into the future. Yeah. And there was only one way to do that. Yeah, you got to get sperm. You got to get sperm from your great great granddad. Yeah. And, and an egg. You need an egg. And an egg. Just the sperm alone. That, yeah, the sperm. Not gonna, that, that's, that's not going to do it. That's not yeah. Gonna I mean, we've we've advanced science, but yeah, you need it. That's a you two. Need, that's a two. That's a one plus one equals you two. You need all the DNA. All the DNA. Yeah. yeah. In that day, it was called DNA. It wasn't DNA. called DNA. You need all the DNA. <laughs> right. Like this again. We've started messing with the timeline, yeah. so some words and some things, some mm-hmm. concepts are different from what you already know. Yeah. That's why there are people in this world that love Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah, because when it, when it's pronounced Danae, there's no there's no dot after each letter. It's not no. it's not an acronym. Yeah. It's a D with an accent N A. 
Yeah. D apostrophe N A. Which is much easier for kids to learn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when they learn DNA instead of DNA, what's that stand for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> again, just... this stuff was written by Disney writers. We yes, don't. Again, We're just yeah. reading what's Again, here. Right, written yeah. by committee. Yeah. No. We know we know the answer to what DNA stands yes, for. Yes, we do. But uh, we can't put that information in here because that would violate the script, right? Yes. Now. Yes. Okay. So, so again, in this this involved numerous trips back in the past. Yep. He got the sperm. Yep. He got the egg. <laughs> brought him back to the future. It's, it's like he shows up and he just has like the sperm in one hand and the egg in the other. <laughs> yeah. So he just like rubs them together. <laughs> and it's just like, and then he like activates the time travel machine, <laughs> goes forward thirty five years so that he ages <laughs> to his current state, and it's like, he's there. There. And then he and then non-fiction. He, non-fiction. <laughs> and then he go and then he takes his cell well, but if he goes back in the future, does he de-age or does he de-age his self that he already brought back up to his current age when they travel back in time? He doesn't know, right? Like yes, he doesn't so realize this. Even though he's already traveled back in time yes. multiple times, yeah. he now asks this question. And once the question is asked, that somehow changes the fabric of reality uh, so that now it is a possibility. Yes. So they travel back in time, and there's no de-aging that occurs. No. So Still. Like, whew, yeah. Wipes his brow. Yeah. So that leaves three Toms now. Yeah. And the other two, the other two happen oh, completely by accident. Yeah. It's it just like... He went to the he went to the bathroom and like mm-hmm. the other one of the other toms is like, well, what if I do this? And then like just three seconds later, there's two more toms. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. two more toms that yeah. pop up. Yeah, it turned out he had a little bit left of the egg and the sperm on his hands. <laughs> there's like a couple. There ended up being three eggs that they got. You know how that works, guys. And the sperm the sperm sample, like, well, I mean, like sperm is so small. There's so much of it, right? Three three eggs and sperm sounds like the worst Dr. Seuss book ever. Yeah, <laughs> three eggs and sperm. <laughs> Five toms in this room. Five toms in this <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> so, so they all have very similar viewpoints, but they're slightly different. So mm-hmm. they they all they all know they need to push the button. Yeah. To take them all to the future because mm-hmm. they they can't stay in the present. They can't. No. No. There's 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 got to be some way to consolidate the toms into one sort of being, but it can't happen here in the present. Yeah. There's not enough technology here in the present that can do that. No. They need to go to the future. No. But the problem is the Tom, the four other, four, all of the Toms actually yeah. like it in the present. They do. They like the present day. They're, they very much enjoy it. They've all actually gone to lead separate lives. They're yeah. all married to different women. Yep. They all have their own sets of children. Granted, all the children look very similar. Yeah. All the children have very similar traits to their fathers. So, so a lot of the kids, they'll see each other because... You know, they all the Toms keep different appearances too. They yeah. they look very similar facial wise and clothes wise. Yeah. But they very slight differences. So one Tom is a blonde. One yeah. Tom is a brunette. One Tom has like a um, a spider tattooed on his face. <laughs> that's that's like the Tom that that's the Tom that was first made from the egg and the sperm. Uh, <laughs> who was just like, oh, what if I do this? And he accidentally made more. Yeah, so he thought it was a good idea to he's, get the full face. Yeah, tattoo. he's not the smart one. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a the two out of the five Toms are pretty smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the that that Tom Spider Face Tom. Uh, it's very important to note that's the one who likes Ashton Kutcher. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense that a guy with a spider tattooed on his face would like Ashton yeah. Kutcher. 
<laughs> so, but they're all, they're all just still. They can't seem to come to an agreement. No, it's you know it'll be two or two or four, three against or three. Then it'll be four, and then two against. And it's, they, yeah, they're they're like, which time do we go to? Right? Yeah. Because they're like, we know that if we do this once, it might disrupt somehow the fabric of the reality mm-hmm. uh, mm. by all five of us time traveling. Because like they figured it out with math mm-hmm. uh, that if you time travel with more than three people. Uh, it unravels reality, and yeah. they can't leave two people behind. Yeah, unfortunately, the Tom with the spider tattoo didn't really offer much in the math field. He just wrote, yeah. he just wrote six plus nine equals sixty nine, and laughed for, for twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes. The, yeah, and we saw that. Yeah, because this, this is a movie. We saw that laughing in real time. Yeah, it was. It was. They basically did a montage scene of like the whole, you know where the, like four of them will just be on a blackboard. And yeah. Like, okay, writing out this long equation. Then it cuts to Spider Face Tom on, a, on his own blackboard. He's just six plus nine, sixty nine. Turn, turns is like yeah, and he's just like he's doing that for twenty minutes, and then it cuts back to the montage. It goes back to the montage. <laughs> oh, God. You actually you, you feel like you moved out of the montage at that point, but it's just like no, nah, the editor just like decided to hold on that, and the director was like, it's fun. It's fun. It, it breaks up. It breaks up. It the breaks it up. Bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yes, with this math all decided that you know there was only one specific time that they could go to, and yeah. it was twenty fifty. Yeah, twenty fifty was sort of the intersection of where they believed technology would be advanced enough that they could do what they needed to do, but it wasn't so far along that things would go completely wrong. Yeah, they wouldn't corrupt the time stream. That's yeah. what that's the phrase they keep using. Like, yeah. you can't corrupt the time stream. <laughs> And every time they say the phrase corrupt the time stream, they have to say it in that very dramatic. Yeah, it's very dramatic. Like, yes. They're, they're talking and they're like, yeah, you know, I think Ashton Kutcher's kind of lame, but Punk was pretty good. But we cannot corrupt, corrupt the, the time stream. stream. <laughs> it's, it's like Harrison Ford saying, give me back my son. Or Admiral Akbar saying, it's, it's a, a trap. trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's little hints of all those characters in each yeah. song. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all they're all aspects of different Star Wars characters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the work that they've gone to do, okay. gone on to do outside of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, so we, so we basically know that Spider Face Tom is Jar Jar, right? Yeah, Spider Face Tom is Jar Jar. He's like, well, if they ever reboot the original trilogy, <laughs> like they should put Jar Jar, Jar, Jar in yeah. and just have Ashton play him. Like he's, that guy has range. He's an underrated character. Yeah. <laughs> what if, like, uh, what if he becomes like a Jedi Lord? I know there's that whole theory that maybe he's a Sith Lord, yeah. but like, what if it's about his redemption arc? Yeah. Or what if? What if I mean? He's both. Yeah. Who says he can't be both? That's what brings balance to the Force. Jar Jar being both a Sith Lord and a Jedi Master. Double agent? He works for both sides, but then maybe it turns out there's a third side of the Force. I don't know. The Kutcher side. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Again, Disney. Disney, no, we're, do- no. not, we're not paying no. you anything. We're, we've already destroyed all your products. Yeah, I've, I've already burned any tickets that are going to be sold for Solo in May. Yep. I went to the local car mic just now and burned all advanced tickets. Yep, mm-hmm. they, and they were cool with it, too. They were yeah. like, oh, you got a beef with Disney? All right, yeah, yeah we do, too. Yeah, good. Yeah. They take so much money from us when we try to screen the movies. Yeah, all we make uh, money on is from popcorn, popcorn sales, and our popcorn is stale. Yeah. Take that, car mic. Yeah. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. Hashtag, hashtag thanks, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so they, 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 they settle on 2050. Yes, yeah, 2050. Mm-hmm. And they push it. They push the button. And all five of them push it at the same time. All five of them, they like they go all, to it. Yeah. And then like the camera's like spinning around and you're seeing them like phase in and out of existence. This is mm-hmm. the first time we really see the time travel uh, 
process, uh-huh. right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise everything was just like talked about. Um, and then it stops and we're still in that room. And the five of them are there. And they all look over and there's a door. We didn't see the door before. No. Mm-mm. No. This was just a dark room. There was no door leading anywhere. And there's like light bleeding through the seams of the door, mm-hmm. right? And the handle starts to turn on the door and all of them kind of like step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. The door opens and in walks Ashton Kutcher. What? Oh my God. Spider, spider face is like, we, we get to a close up on him and his like, eyes light up. He's like, yo! <laughs> Ashton! The, Ashton! And the weird thing is, it's like, Late '90s Ashton Kutcher. Oh, this is like a wow. young-looking Kutcher, right? Like okay. in his in Holy his shit. prime, right? Um, and he just like walks into the room, and like the camera just like cuts to a shot where we see the little time machine, and it still says 2050 on it. And then Kutcher walks mm. over to them, and he's and he's looking at all of them. Yeah. And and of course, this is butter. This is butterfly effect. Butterfly right? effect, guys. Kutcher, this is butterfly effect Kutcher. He's looking at all of them. He's like. Do you guys know what you've done? Do you understand what you've done? This world, this world is not the world you know. And they're like, what? And he's like, turn on the TV. And so they turn on that screen that we had before, right? Mm-hmm. And it goes on and it like cuts to a news broadcast and it's Ashton Kutcher reporting the news. And as Ashton Kutcher's reporting the news, he like talks about the president, and yeah. the president is Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, and it's just like everyone in this world is Ashton Kutcher. They throw the weather broadcast. Ah, take it over to Ashton. Ashton, how you doing? Hey, Ashton, thanks for thanks for checking in. Yeah, <laughs> it's looking to be fifty five and sunny. Let's head over to traffic with Ashton. Ashton, what's the traffic looking like out there? Well, we got a lot of Ashtons out there. They're all driving their Ashton Kutchers. <laughs> That's what we call cars now. It's the year twenty fifty, and we like to talk about what we call things. Uh, yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of traffic backed up on uh, Ashton Kutcher Memorial Highway. <laughs> and heading toward Ashton Kutcher Boulevard, we got a we got a whole pile up there. So, and it's just like devolves into people just saying like Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, Ashton. It's like they're Pokemon, but they're Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> they, they try to change channels and just everybody just saying Ashton Kutcher. Ashton all Kutcher. All Ashton time. Kutcher. It's the one they flipped to was like an ASPCA commercial. It's just like Ashton Kutcher. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher, Ashton. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher. And at that point, we see like an object just smash into the TV. Mm-hmm. And it was Spider-Face that threw it. And he's like, no! This can't be right. If there's more than one Ashton Kutcher out there, then we have corrupted the time stream! <laughs> <laughs> and like, th- this is like his first real monologue that doesn't have to do with Ashton Kutcher, even though uh-huh. he's still talking about Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Uh, well, it's like his first intelligent monologue yeah. about Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Where he's saying, like, one Ashton Kutcher is special and beautiful in the universe, but once you have more than one Ashton Kutcher, they're no longer special yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. And that's when they all look around the room and they're like, there are five of us. They realize they didn't age, but in fact, their faces all changed and they're all now Ashton Kutchers. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah, so the the time stream is absolutely destroyed at this point. There's there is no semblance of getting no. anything back to normal. No. Mm-mm. That is unless that is unless they kill the original Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. The one The King Kutcher. The King Kutch. The King Kutch. The King Kutch. The King Kutch yeah. has to be destroyed in order to set balance back to the world. Okay. Because it's it's basically a Mr. V scenario. Mm. When you kill when you kill the king 
or everything else dies. It's basically like when vampires. when a task is yeah vampires. You kill the original vampire, the original. and then every other vampire yeah. is released. When a task is complete, everything's dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same thing. But yeah, so they have to find the King Kutcher. Yeah. And kill him. And at this point in 2050, yeah, Ashton Kutcher's an old man. Yeah. He's in. He's in a retirement home in L.A. He's he's living life. Yeah, he's living life at eighty-five. Him and him and Demi Moore are still together. And yeah. Oh wait, no, it's Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. I'm thinking two thousands. Ashton Kutcher. Him and Mila Kunis still together. Yeah. There's but they're living their time in a in a south, southern L.A. And she she is the one other unique human still. Yes. Mm-hmm. All other humans have changed, but there's one Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, how do we get there? And the Ashton Kutcher, who the young Ashton Kutcher who came in, is like, "Guys, I've been waiting for you." And he shouts back to the door, "Bring him in!" And they like, br- like these two tough-looking Ashton Kutchers bring in this guy with like a sack on his head, and they throw him into the room, and he's on his knees. And then the the young Ashton Kutcher takes the mask, like takes the hood off, uh-huh. and it's old man Kutcher. Old man Kutch. And he's like, it has been foretold that you would come here and uncorrupt the time stream. <laughs> but only one of you can do this. And he takes out like this ceremonial bong <laughs> that like has a that 70s show sticker on it. And he's like, you must kill him with this. And they look around the room and like <coughs> four of the four of the Toms are like, yeah, no problem. And they like pick up the, like one of them picks up the bong and just like smacks it over his head. But it doesn't break. It doesn't break. It and nothing happens to Kutcher. And he's like, no, it can't be one of you four. And they point to Spider Face. And he's like, you must do it. And the thing is, Spider Face, he knows you don't have to bash old man Kutcher over the head. With no, him. he knows exactly what you need to do. Yeah, you need to light that thing. Yeah, and blow the biggest rip you can in yeah. old man Kutcher's face. Yeah, because you can die from marijuana smoking. <laughs> in twenty fifty, in twenty fifty, marijuana got bad. Marijuana got it got real dangerous. Yeah. in twenty fifty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he like he pulls out his stash and he like puts it into the puts it into the Ashton Kutcher that seventy show bong and he lights it up and he's crying. Tears are coming down Spider Face's <laughs> eyes because like he's he's fine with the mission Mm -hmm. it's what he has to do because that's the original Ashton Kutcher that's the special beautiful one he's upset with the result he's not he's he knows what's gonna happen and he doesn't want it to happen he doesn't want it to happen it's like of mice and men yes Mm -hmm. right it's that end scene right there yeah it really is Uh, so he he sparks it up and tears streaming down his face he blows the smoke into Ashton Kutcher's face old man Ashton's face and he just he actually Turns to dust. Yeah. Floats in floats into the ether. That time travel effect from before starts to happen. It starts to like shift around mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we're back in the room and it's just one Tom. And he looks down at his hand. And he's like, Oh gross, seaman. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I did not think I was going to talk about Ashton Kutcher that much ever on a podcast, but that was that was amazing. It was amazing. That yeah. was unbelievable. It was a lot of fun. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Dan, thank you so much again for joining us today. This has been amazing. This Thanks has been hilarious. Me. No problem. We've, it's always so much fun to get another person in here to get another perspective 
whenever we tell these stupid stories because like you you brought something today that oh my god i never would have expected <laughs> <laughs> so again thank you so much well th- thank you for having me evan lynn yeah uh i'm sorry about your phone that we had to destroy it uh, I, can, I can get another one okay I can get another one okay. uh, this i'll get a disney free phone this time all right it's important yeah exactly again disney no free ads we're, we're done with this we don't have to explain ourselves again this 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 episode is going to be tagged no free ads i'm telling you yeah so <laughs> so with all that being said it's time to uh time to close our show with some plugs so we'll let our guest dan if you want to plug your social media uh anything else that we haven't talked about already uh, oh uh where people can find I don't you know any of my social media uh go to danmar.net Dan- danmar.net that's where my social media is linked. awesome cool all right cool danmar.net check him out there again as we talked about before any of the shows we got coming up challengers of the well-known april 7th at 10 30 improv comedy power hour second and fourth saturdays 10 30 p.m and i'm sure he's got a whole bunch of other stuff that he's coming up that he can't talk about right now so it's all black ops it's all black ops stuff <laughs> he's like that military man with yeah. the twin turbine helicopter yeah i'm gonna bring one of those into splatoon too nice yeah. nice Perfect. just destroy fools with that <laughs> So as for us, you can find me on Twitter at e underscore Williamson ninety three. I post all of my silly exploits on there. I need to start using it more though, instead of just posting gifts. But hey, posting gifts is fun, so that's what I enjoy doing. Uh, Lynn, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ann Lynn a y n n e l n n. Whenever I do anything on the internet, that's where I post it. So just like follow me and stuff. Yeah, uh, and you can follow the show on Twitter at Read Between Cast. Uh, you can catch the show on YouTube. You can find it on uh, iTunes. You can find it on Google Play Music find it on stitcher and we're also on pinecast so pretty much go to our twitter page you'll find all the links for the show there uh thanks again for listening uh we appreciate you checking us out thanks again to dan for guesting today we really appreciate it happy to be here and uh we will see you guys next week talk to you soon bye bye